Continuing uh, our Hachanas for Shabbos, you know, our Hachanas for Shabbos. So last week we talked about Erev Shabbos in general, Erev Shabbos in general. And so tonight, to hone in more, in particular, you know, moments in Erev Shabbos, specifically going to the mikveh, but we'll see that, uh, you know, going to the mikveh Erev Shabbos is just part of a much bigger, broader Avaida, which is true for the entire Erev Shabbos. It's true for all of life, in truth, but it's just... Um, you know, it manifests itself, it makes itself very clear and very known when it comes to the Indian of going to the mikveh. So let's begin like this. Again, you don't have anything in front of you, but just you'll you listen in a little bit. So in, in, uh, in Shara Kavanas, like last week we talked about taking a shower and, and so on, also from Shara Kavanas. So listen to what the Arizal, again, what Rechav Yital writes in the name of the Ariya Kaddish, when it comes to how the Arizal prepared himself to go to the mikveh of Shabbos. And, and we'll, we'll start with this, and the whole show will really just coming to, to explain these couple lines. Position. All right, so the Rizal on Erev Shabbos was makbid to finish Shnai Mikra. You know, Shnai Mikra, there's a whole, you know, obviously there's a Chiyav Medina de Gemara to do Shnai Mikra every week. Um, technically speaking, you could do it on Shabbos as well throughout the whole week. The Riyakadosh was makbid that by Erev Shabbos he should be done. By, by Friday morning to mid-afternoon, he should be finished with Shnai Mikra. And the, the, the Ruchayim Vital writes the following thing, V'achar kriyas parsha. It's interesting, there's a, whole, there's, a whole, there's a whole description of how they resulted Shnai Mikra, that's not for now, maybe next week we'll talk about that, I don't know. But he says like this, V'achar kriyas parsha. after the Riyah Kaddish did Shnai Mikra, Ha'yitoyvel ha'tfilo shel Ere Shabbos, and he would immediately go to the mikveh to, uh, to be toyvel. And this could be safer, Zayar Parsha's Truma, and the idea of going to the mikveh, he says, is, is found in the Zayar, uh, in Parsha's Truma, going to the mikveh of Shabbos in particular. And Rav Nuna Saba al Vashalom Havasalk bin Aharabakol Ere Shabbos. This is in the Zayar, Rav Nuna Saba, one of the Chavra uh, of Rav Shimon, one of the Talmidim. So he would go to the mikveh every year of Shabbos in, the, in, a, in a river. And uh, we'll see soon maybe the significance why Dafka River he chose to go in. But he went to the mikveh Erev Shabbos. And he would come out of the mikveh, and the Zayar describes, he doesn't quote over here, but the Zayar describes how Rav Nuna Saba would then sit, and he would, he would gaze to heaven, you know, to Shemaim. And he would say that when you go to the mikveh Erev Shabbos, a yid Erev Shabbos after the mikveh is in the place that's called Olam HaNeshamas. You're already holding in the place that's called Neshamas. And from that vantage point of what's called the world of Neshamas, you look down at the malachim, you can see the malachim getting all excited and getting ready for Shabbos. That's what Rav Nuna Saba used to do. Go to the mikveh. After the mikveh, he would sit and he would, he would uh, describe himself being in the Olam HaNeshamas and just delight in, in the view of seeing all the malachim uh, getting ready. Okay, that's what it says. V'ayoyim ma'arizal. Rechaim Vital said, and, and, and my Rebbe said, the Riyah Kaddish said, Kikivan shekvar kara parsha. That once he finished Naim Mikra, then now kvar yesh ba'adam kayach l'kabal te'sefes kedusha Shabbos. After you shnai Mikra, now you could talk with the kayach of the, uh, with, we're going to the Mikra, you could talk with the Mikabal on yourself, the kedusha of Shabbos in a very strong way. L'chein lo'i ha'yetayvel k'aydem shikra parsha. So you wouldn't go to the Mikra until you finished Naim Mikra. So, Shnai Mikra, and then you could talk about Makabal Kedusha Shabbos by going to the Mikra. Okay. Akan. He says that sometimes it would, it would happen once in a while that he had to go to the Mikra before Shnai Mikra, but he would try to do Shnai Mikra first and then go to the Mikra. Okay, so, so what, what, clearly, without explaining, the Riyakh Kadesh Rechaim, they're making a connection over here, that there's some sort of Indian connection between Shnai Mikra and going to the Mikra, Ere Shabbos. And what, what, what is that exactly? Almost to the point of where I mean, there is there is those that he wouldn't only go to the mikveh after Shemaker was done. So what is the, what does that mean? What's the connection over there? Okay, so it's like this. 
in, in the Kavanas, we're not going to go through the Kavanas, obviously, but in the Kavanas of going to the mikveh, it's clear that the Indian of mikveh Erev Shabbos, and again, you know, obviously it's, if, for men to go to the mikveh Erev Shabbos is a very, very chashver thing, as we'll talk about today. If one can't go to the mikveh, let's say it's a woman, or a stam, you're in a situation where you can't go to the mikveh, by learning about the avoid, what the Indian of mikveh is, we'll see that there's an avodish of a nefesh. It's something that's going on within the neshama to connect to that whether you're physically able to go to the mikveh or not. But um, in the Kavanis, it's clear that the mikveh of Erev Shabbos, the mikveh is Shabbos. The mikveh is Shabbos. So instead of thinking of the mikveh in terms of, okay, this is just the body of water that I'm doing to make myself a little bit more tahar, to allow myself to then have a holier Shabbos. No, no. When you're titling the mikveh, the mikveh is Shabbos. There's even Kavanis where certain Shemus HaKtoshim, that the person that's going to the mikveh is supposed to have, or you know, if they're holding, to have, to have these kavanas, where certain Shemus and the, the gematria of all these Shemus coming together is Shabbos. And you're being toivel in these Shemus. It's an interesting thing. Part of the kavanas of going to the mikveh is that, that even before the person goes down the steps to the mikveh, to, have, to, to, to sort of create in one's mind a, uh, a virtual mikveh if you will, I guess. There's the physical mikveh that you're descending into, but to recognize that the physical mikveh that you're descending into is only a reflection of a spiritual mikveh that you're also descending into. And that spiritual mikveh, that virtual mikveh that you're going into is with Shemus HaKadoshim, that's what it is. And the gematria of all those Shemus is Shabbos. So the mikveh is Shabbos. Mikveh is Shabbos. So when we learn, so here's the Nakuda. so when we're going to learn for the next few minutes what mikveh is, what's the Indian of mikveh, that is what Shabbos is. It is what Shabbos is. So by, by going into the mikveh, that, that is mamish being toivel in Kedusha Shabbos. So let's understand what exactly is going on over here. Okay, so let me share with you uh, just one idea which is out there, okay? When, it's just from every Yisrael, from the Zar Kaddish, when it comes to Shabbos. And then from there, we'll be able to, to explain and it'll become clear. Is anyone hot? Does it just me? Is it a little bit warm in here? Does anyone mind getting the, the, the thing? Is it just me? Yeah? No, that was after. But it could be either before or after, but uh, it's a separate in. It's a separate in. Yeah, yeah. Separate from the It's not, yeah. That's Ruchitz B'chamen. It's a different Avayda. Okay, so it's like this. Maybe, I'm sure, maybe, maybe many of you have heard these terms before, so we'll try to explain. In the in in the Sermon we find that the world that we live in right now, <laughs> the world that we live in, planet Earth, I guess you can say, is what's called Asiya, right? The Oilum Asiya, the world of action, down here, planet Earth, physical Gashmi, and so on. But this is this is not the uh, this is only the final stage of a process that begins on much higher levels. Right? We understand there's something called Oilum Asalyonim, right? The higher worlds. Everything down here starts from a higher place. What, what exactly does that mean? So in the storm we find the description is as follows, that, that reality, begin, the first oilam that reality exists in is what's called Bria. Bria is, there's, there's a world of Bria, that's where things start. That's the ratios, that's the beginning of oilam Haza is what's called Bria. From there, things then move down the ladder into becoming more and more physical into the world that's called Yitzira. Okay? And then from Yitzira, it moves all the way down to this place that's called Asiya. Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. Okay. Now, generally speaking, 
says the Rizal, that during the six days of the week, all energy, all chiyas that we receive from the Rabbani Shalom, it goes in that channel. It, it goes from Bria, it goes first from the Rabbani Shalom, it goes into the universe of Bria, from Bria it then goes into the universe of Yitzira, and then from Yitzira to planet Earth, to Asiya, to us. Fine. But said the Rizal, the Chiddush of Shabbos is as follows. The Chiddush of Shabbos is, is that when the chiyas of the Rabbani Shalom, when his light, when the energy goes from him, so to speak, into the world of Bria, it goes straight from Bria into Asiya. It skips that middle stage of Yitzira. Or to, to, to be more accurate, it's not that it skips Yitzira, but as it goes through Yitzira, Yitzira doesn't, uh, doesn't define it. I'll give you an example. If, let's say, it goes from the, the energy, the, the Shefa, or the Rabbani Shalom goes from Bria, Right? And from. No, but they're a cloud. Generally speaking, again, Bria to Yitzira to Asiya. That's the three, the three stages it goes. Uh, that's during the six days of the week. On Shabbos, the Rabbanu Shalom, the Shefa goes to Bria. And then from Bria, it goes straight to Asiya. It skips that middle stage. It skips that middle stage. On Shabbos. That's the name of Shabbos. That, that is really the, the Indian of Shabbos, Bemis. That is the Indian of Shabbos. That is Kedusha Shabbos. The mikveh that you're being toivel in, that Riyak Kaddish says, is this Indian of Bria. It's Kilu, all the Shemus Hakadoshim that are Negea, that virtual mikveh that you're being toivel into, which is Shabbos, that means the universe of Bria. And then you're jumping into that mikveh, in other words, what you're establishing in, your, in, your, in, in the moment of mikveh, what Shabbos is, is that Shabbos is the Rabbani Shalom Shefa going from Bria straight to Asiya, without that middle stage of Yitzira. Okay, Arkan, Zezak, what, what does this all mean? One other last piece of the puzzle, and then we'll begin to explain Pasha. It's, very, it's not hard. You'll see in a second. It's very Pasha. But there he says as follows, that, what, that the, the universe of Bria, that first universe, versus the second, Yitzira, the fundamental difference is as follows, is that the universe of Bria is defined as the place of where Nishmas Yisrael originate from. It's what's called Oyelum HaNashamas. When the Zara said that Rav Nuna Saba came out of the Nikvah and he was sitting in Oyelum HaNashamas, it's a re- that's what it means, Bria. Bria is an, another, sin- another term, by the way, in Chazal, a code word for this universe that's called Bria, is Kis Yaakovit. Kis Yaakovit. The Chazal say that Yaakov Avinu's face was engraved in the Kis Yaakovit. All of Nishmas Yisrael are, are, are coming from a place under the Kis Yaakovit, Chazal say. The world of Bria is the world that Nishmas Yisrael originated from. What's Yitzira, the second, the second universe? The second universe of Yitzira is the world of Malachim. That's where Malachim hang out. That's Malachim. That's the universe of Yitzira. And this, this is all what the Zohar said. The Rav Munasama came out of the mikveh. And he said, now I'm out of the mikveh. I'm sitting in the world of Nishamas. I'm the world of Bria. And I'm looking down. And I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying the sight of seeing the Malachim getting ready for Shabbos. Because I'm, not the, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in a higher place right now. I'm the universe of Bria. So this is what's going on over here. Again, just to sum it all up. Said the Arizal, during the six days of the week, the Rabbani Shalom gives us hashpa, gives us energy, gives us chiyas. First it goes to Bria, and then from there it goes to Yitzira, and then only after Yitzira we receive it down here in Asiyah. Our physical bodies receive it down here. The Chiddush HaShabbos is a what? Is that our, our receiving the energy, the light of Hashem Yitzbarach down here on planet Earth, it circumvents the Malachim. It goes straight from Bria. The Rabbani Shalom gives the Shefa to Bria, and from there immediately it comes to us, and that is the need of Mikvah. That is Mikvah. When you go to Tevil and Mikvah, that's what's happening in your, in your Nefesh. You're preparing your Nefesh to receive light from the Rabbani Shalom straight from Bria, without having to go through the universe of Malachim. Now, by the way, this 
again, I didn't explain anything yet, but this is very negative to the parsha. It's very negative to the parsha. The whole Indian of the, the, in the Zohar, we find that the universe of, uh, of Yitzira, which is really what we're Meshubit to, I guess you can say, during the six days of the week, that's called the universe of, uh, of, of Malachim. And therefore, Malachim are considered the Avadim of Hashem, right? They're the, uh, the servants. They, they do what they're told. That's what, that's what Malachim do. They don't have uh, Bechira, right? They, just, they do what they're told. And so... During the six days of the week, it's described, the universe, the hour, who we are is described as being sort of dependent on Avadim. That we, you know, we're, we're subservient to, uh, we're Meshubah, to what the Avde Hashem dictate. On Shabbos, we transcend that universe of Avadim, and we become Banim to Hashem. We, we connect ourselves to Bria, which is where the, the Sharish of Nishmas Yisrael comes from, Bani Bechari Yisrael. And so we, we get out of being stuck in that, in that, you know, being, be, being uh, meshubit and being, um, you, know, uh, you know, relying upon the universe of Malachim or Avadim, and we get at that place of Banim Lashem. The whole parsha, this is parsha of Chayisora, is revolving around this Nakuda of, of the, the, uh, the Ever Avram. This is called an Ever. The Ever Avram is Eliezer Ever Avram, is trying to be Meshadech to, 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 to help Avram Avinu, to get a Shidduch for the Ben Avram Avinu. The whole parsha is revolving around this relationship between Ever versus Ben. But anyway, that's Derech Agav. But this is what's going on on Shabbos. Okay. So what does this all mean? What does this all mean? Pashit. So let me explain very, very Pashit. When, whenever you have a process, every, everything in the world has sort of, you know, three basic steps. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and an end. Right? This year had a beginning. We're in the middle of it. It's going to have an end. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and an end. Any good idea... Any, any business, any, anything a person does, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and an end. Now let's, let's analyze for a second the difference between the nature of a beginning versus the nature of a middle. What's the difference? Well, the answer is very simple. The nature of beginnings is that it's a chiddush. It's a chiddush. That's what a beginning is, right? Before the beginning, there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, something began. That's a chiddush. The nature of beginnings is that it's a chiddush. The nature of a beginning is that it's exciting. The nature of a beginning is that it could be anything, right? That's what it is. There's nothing there, and I'm beginning something. What am I beginning? Well, it could be this, it could be this, it could be that. All different options. The world is my oyster, right? Everything is completely open to me. I can do whatever I want. I'm beginning something. It's whatever I want. Yesh mi'ayin. Mamash yesh mi'ayin. Whenever you have something that is the beginning, the ratios, uh, uh, something from nothing, that always, as I said, it's, 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 it's a moment where a person has the ability to make any choice. That's where Bechira lies, is where, you, where you know, a person is able to express their ability to make a choice when they start something, right? You get out of bed in the morning, you open your eyes, now you have a choice. What am I going to do now? There's a beginning. Whenever there's a beginning, it comes with a power to, to make a choice. Whenever there's a beginning, there's a chiddish. Whenever there's a beginning, whenever there's a chiddish, it brings pleasure. People have a tremendous amount of pleasure by new experiences, right? It could be something that Be'etzim that is not even so pleasurable, but it's something new, right? You go to a restaurant, or back in the day, you know, <laughs> went to a restaurant, and I, I'm the type of guy, when I go somewhere, I, I don't like getting the same thing. Like, I, I, I don't like that at all. It could, be, it could be disgusting. It could sound terrible, and it could taste terrible, but it's a chiddish. It's something I never had before. To me, it's kedai. The people have pleasure just from something new. 
there's an old state, there's a saying in Chazal, it, you know, it's a question like how, where, who's attributed to, but there's a truth which is called Tanuk Tamidi and Etanuk. You got something which Ba'atzim is enjoyable, but if you do it all the time, consistently, it doesn't become pleasurable anymore, right? The man, right? Everyone else, like the man uh, is unbelievable, but uh, they, got, they got tired of it, right? At least the number of Yidin got tired of it. Why? Tanuk Tamidi ain't a Tanuk. The nature of Tanuk is Dafka, something is, is Tanuk, something is a pleasure, Dafka, when it's a Chiddush. This is all the nature of a beginning. What is the nature of a middle? Well, a middle is the opposite. A middle means there is no choice. A middle is exactly, I, I could tell you exactly what the middle is going to be. It's, it, it's, it's exactly defined based on how something began. There is no Chiddush in a middle. There's no Chiddush in the middle. The middle, by its very definition, is it, 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 it's yesh meish. It's something. It's just. It's just taking something that already started and, and running with it. But you know what? You know the direction it's heading towards. What is Shabbos? The, what again? Let's go back. What Darizal said is that the universe is the way Shefa descends into the world. B'derach Kol during the six days of the week is that what? That the Rabbanu Shloim starts something. The Rabbanu Shloim every single moment says Yehi are. We read in Chumash as if it happened thousands of years ago once. It's not true. Every single second, the Rabbanu Shalom is saying Nasa Adam. Right? He's saying Nasa Yankel, Nasa Moshe. He's saying Nasa Grass, Nasa Gravity. He's saying all these things every single moment. But from that statement of the Rabbanu Shalom of, of, uh, of Nasa Gravity, right? So it moves from that that. that that, that Bria that the Rabbani Shalom just made, that's called gravity, this, this moment, right? The way, the way it descends into the world, said there is, during the six days of the week is a what? First it goes to Bria, right? Now what does it feel like when gravity, when that statement of the Rabbani Shalom enters into that first universe that's called Bria? It's a Chiddush. It's a Chiddush because that's, that, that's the beginning. That's the beginning of the, of, of the next moment of the universe. It starts in Bria. So what does Bria feel when they hear the words, when they experience that, that sentence that's called yihi gravity? You know what they feel? Wow, it's awesome, I can't believe it. Because Bria at that moment, they think to them, you know, that universe, so to speak, Kilo, it, it, it's feeling to itself, well, God, thank God the Rabbanu Shalom said yihi gravity, because if it wasn't for that statement of yihi gravity, I'd be floating in outer space. So Baruch Hashem. And then the moment in the world of Bria, that perspective of Bria, which is the beginning, so now you feel yourself, okay, I'm now being pulled down to, to, to the floor and I'm not floating out of space. Baruch Hashem. Unbelievable. I'm not, I, I, I have ground to stand on. There's a chiddush in that. And there's a pleasure. Every single moment of life is pleasurable in that universe of Bria. This is why you'll, you'll find in, in many, in many svarim that Ganeden, Mamish <laughs> Ganeden, is described as the universe of Bria. Bria is where Ganeden is. Like, what's Pshat? Why? Just happens to be, that's... You know, they rent, the Bria had empty space to rent out, so they rented it to Gan Eden. No, that's what Gan Eden is. What is Gan Eden? Gan Eden is everything we're experiencing now just as a Chiddush. When a person realizes that what they are experiencing in every single moment of life didn't have to be, it could have been different, and it's coming to you as mamish, hot, hot out of the oven, hot off the presses. Then that's, there's a Chiddush to that, and it means there's unbelievable tonic in that. But during the six days of the week, the problem is the following. That during the six days of the week, the shefa, that truth, that reality that's called gravity, it doesn't stop it. We, we need to get it down here to planet Earth. 
So it starts in Bri, and over there, the, the root of Nishmas Yisrael, that universe of Kisei Kavod, it's mamash on fire, it's exciting, it's Kanaida. And then what happens? It moves from beginning to middle. And middle means the world of Yitzira. What's the middle? Zayas does. Of course there's gravity. Just, it's, it's, we had gravity a moment ago, it's continuing like that. The nature of middle, as I, as I said, is what? Is static. It doesn't have that, there is no, there is no alternative, of, there's no other option. In Bria, the reason why gravity is so exciting in Bria is because there was Taka a sense of there, there's another option of not having gravity. But in that universe of middle, there's no other option. Of course, this is what it is because it's just receiving from what started. Yeah. So Malachim, this is why the universe of Malachim is called by Yitzir. <clears throat> why? Malachim don't have Bechir, right? Everyone knows they don't have Bechir. Again, there's examples in Tanakh and Chazal where things went haywire with Malachim. That's not for now how that works. But B'derach Kla, Malachim don't have Bechir. Why? Because that's the nature of a Malach, is that they, they, they're middlemen. They're middlemen. So of course they don't have Bechir. No, the, 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 what's the Chiddush of Bechir? Bechir comes, Bechir is only possible when there's a part of the person that is at least open to the idea of there being different possibilities. Only Nishmas Yisrael, which is rooted in Bria, is possible to have Bechira. Because, because the universe of Bria, that's where things begin. And whenever there's a beginning, it means there was, there's, there's, there was alternate options. And so when the Nisham of the Yid that starts in Bria and it comes to planet Earth, and now there's all sorts of confusion because of planet Earth, the nature of planet Earth is that it's dark and confusing, but now we have a true sense of Bechira. We can actually make a difference and make choices in life. Why? See, the, the, let me explain. Our ability to make choices isn't just from the fact that we don't have any clarity. That, that's, not, that, that's, the, that's the situation. Darkness and confusion is the environment which allows our Kayach of Bechira to, to make itself known. But the Kayach of Bechira is coming from a much deeper place. The Kayach of Bechira is coming from the Yid's ability to actually make a difference. When a, why do we say that you didn't have Bechira? Why do we say that animals don't have Bechira? They don't have a choice. Or the, the, the lion makes a choice to go uh, left or right, to kill that zebra to that zebra. There's a lot of answers to explain that. But the deepest answer is, is because it doesn't make a difference. In Shemaim, they're not handling whether the lion kills that zebra or not. It, it, the, the, the lion is not being poil anything. But Nishmas Yisrael, the choices that we make have unbelievable consequences. Lataiv or Lumutav, unbelievable consequences. Where is that strength coming from? Our Kayacha again, we, we need an environment which allows a situation where we can make a choice. Because you could, have, you could have all the ability to make choices in the world as much as you want. If you're stuck in a little box, in a little room, and just, you know, with four walls, you know, there's nothing for you to do. So you definitely need a world in which you can make choices. But that's not where your Kayacha of, of Bechir is coming from. The Kayacha of the Yid's Bechir is coming from what? It's coming from, from the fact that Nishmas Yisrael is rooted in Bria. And in Bria, there are many options. It's like those old books, you know, uh, you know choose your own story. That's what Bria is. So we could talk and choose our own story. No, no, you need a universe that's confusing and that's full of, uh, you know, forks in the road to allow you to make your own story. So you need Asiya, you need planet Earth which, with all of its craziness. But the ability to actually make choices that are significant is because we come from Bria. Malachim don't have that. Malachim are purely middlemen. They, they come to that universe of Yitzira, that They're stuck in that. There's no Chiddush there. There's no Chiddush there. There's no Tanuk there. During the six days of the week, even, so, so let's go back. During the six days of the week, we eventually receive that statement of Yehi gravity makes its way down to planet Earth. 
But because during the six days of the week, the way that sentence works it is what? It starts at Brit, it's exciting. But then it gets to Yitzira and it's mamish boring. So then we, and then we receive from Yitzira. So there's the middle, there's the beginning, exciting, middle, mamish boring, and the end is for sure, over a bottle. The end is like obvious, it's just a matter of uh, fill in the blank, like you know, you know where it's headed. So it's mamish boring. This is why the world of the six days of the week is a world where there's no Chiddush. It's a world of, of Yishenim, it's a world of people that are asleep, it's a world of people that are, that are tired, it's just six days of the week. But when it comes to Shabbos, said the Riyakadosh, what Shabbos? Shabbos is, you skip Yitzira. Everything that the Rabbanu Shalom is saying during the six days of the week, he's saying also on Shabbos. That's not changing. He's saying he gravity on Shabbos like he's saying during the six days of the week. What's the Chiddush of Shabbos? The Chiddush of Shabbos is that you're receiving it straight from Bria. We skip the middleman, which means the Indian of Shabbos is Chiddush. The Indian of Shabbos is to see everything in life as a Chiddush, which brings Tanug, which brings pleasure. That's what Oynik Shabbos is. What's Oynik Shabbos? You know, Oynik Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of Shabbos to have pleasure. What's Pshat? Pshat is because the, the whole Indian of Shabbos is, is to live a life which is pleasurable. Life should be pleasurable. Everything should be pleasurable if, if, if we look at it with fresh eyes, then everything is taka pleasurable. Even things that are not so pleasurable are pleasurable, right? There's a Misa, they say, I, I think it was uh, Remendel, uh, Yitzchel Varka and the Kotzker between the two of them they were little kids they, they ended up becoming obviously big tzaddikim and best friends but they were two little kids they were by the, the Chayzeh Ublin I think went to the Chayzeh and the Chayzeh saw that they were big neshamas and he wanted to see what's going to be with them so he, he had a little uh, like I don't know like a, like a strong cup of coffee or something like that some sort of drink that was very bitter and he gave it to each one to drink to have a sip and so one of them drank it and, and he made a face, you know, and the Chayyim said, What's, what, what, what was it? So he's like, it's very bitter. And he gave it to the other one, and the other one also drank it, also made a face. And he said, what was it? He said, it's very bitter, but it was good. Bitter, but it was good. He said, they're both going to be tzaddikim, but the one that said bitter, but it's good, Mamish tzaddik, he said, I don't know which one it was. Obviously, that part of the story, you know, that they, that they did not pass down, which one was what. But that's, 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 that's Shabbos. It's not, it, it, everything becomes pleasurable, even when it's not kishmak, but it's a chiddish, why do people like going on roller coasters? Why do people like listening to, you know, watching scary movies or reading scary books? There's not, why, why is that pleasurable? It's pleasurable because it's a chiddish, because it's the alternative to a boring day is you do something crazy. Now that thing that, that's crazy, you're jumping out of an airplane, that's crazy. There's not, be'etzem, that should not be enjoyable, but it is because it, it's, it, it, it breaks up the manani of my life. Anything that's a change is automatically an Indian of Tanakh. This is why... Asiya becomes bottle to Abriya. Knows that, that we, are, we experience things as they, as they are in the universe of Abriya. I'll give you an example. With Moshe Rabbeinu, there's a lot of inyonim that, 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 that tie into this. It's a big kalal in Yiddish guide. When Moshe Rabbeinu is about to receive the Torah, right? So we all know the mice. The malachim say, what's a human being? It's like, you know, mamish the lowest from Asiya. What's the person from Asiya doing over here? The, get, you're getting the Torah, uh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So what does the Rabbani Shalom say? Hold on to my Kisya Kavid, and you'll be able to answer them a question. Right? What's the Kisya Kavid? I said, Kisya Kavid means Bria. What Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the malachim is, you think I'm an Asiyadika person. It's true, I'm, I'm an Asiya. But you know why I'm an Asiya? It's because I need an environment to allow me to express my, 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 my root, which is Bria. In Bria, I can actually make choices. You malachim don't have any choices to make. You, have, you can make a decision to go left, go right, but you're not pile anything. You're middlemen. 
But me, I'm an neshama, nishmas Yisrael, I have an ability to actually do something because I come from a universe of chiddush. So because my root is in a place of chiddush, I could be mechadish. No, so you're asking me, so if you're such a holy uh, neshama, Moshe Rabbeinu, what are you doing on planet Earth? I'll tell you why I'm on planet Earth, because I need a crazy environment to allow me to, uh, uh, situations to make choices. But my ability to make choices is coming from a much higher place. This is why you get to Erev Shabbos, we say Kegavna, right? So what does it say at the end of Kegavna? That we, the, the end of Kegavna, the piece of the Zoyer, is describing what happens to an Ashama when it comes to Shabbos. So it says, Kulan Misatrin, that all Yidin are crowned with what? The Nishmasin Chadatin, with new Nishamas. That's what, the nishama, that's what Shabbos is described, as everyone during the six days week, you have an old Nishama. Shabbos comes, you have a new Nishama. What does that mean? New, old, it's like Rosh opens the new package and gives you, what does that mean? This is what it means. Nothing's changing on Shabbos, but everything changes on Shabbos. It means you're, 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 move, you're, you're given a new eyes. You're giving, you're, you're holding on to the Kisek Kavit. You're connecting to, to, to your Shirish in Bria. And when that happens, then everything becomes a Chivish. Then everything is Oynik Shabbos, everything is Tanakh, everything's pleasurable. This is why, let's go back. So, what's the name of a mikvah? What's the name of a mikvah? We know that, you know, the, the, the name of a mikvah is about connecting back to Rashis, back to beginnings. Back to beginnings. For, uh, you know, an example, you know, the Pasuk in Parshas uh, Bracious, in the story of, of Gan Eden, so it's a Peldigan thing. Like, it talks about, obviously, the Rabbanish created Gan Eden, Adam and Chava. In the middle of the story, it interrupts talking about Gan Eden and Adam and Chava's responsibilities and so on, the whole Maisa, it interrupts talking about rivers, right? Rivers. There's a Nahar Yoytzim Eden, the Hashgas is a Gan, and then it goes to four other rivers, and each one has a certain... And, and in the rest of Tanakh, we don't hear about these things anymore. It's like, okay, fine, rivers, whatever that is. The Gemara says, there's a Gemara in Brachas, the Gemara says that every river, every natural body of water that exists in the world ultimately finds its way back to one of those four rivers, ultimately back to Ganeda. What's the site of going to a mikvah? The Zohar says in a number of places, the whole inner of mikvah is that what? Is reconnecting a person back to Ganeda. Ganeda was racist. Ganeda was the beginning. Everything in Ganeda was unbelievable. Why is Ganeda? is Bria, right? That's what I said. Ganeda is Bria. So there was a physical place on planet Earth called Ganeda. But that place on planet Earth was Shabbos. It was Kuli Shabbos. It was Kuli Bria. This is why Adam Rishon was allowed to stay in Gan Eden on Shabbos, right? He did the chait Friday afternoon. But Chazal say he was allowed to stay until Matzah Shabbos. Why? Stam. The answer is, no, Shabbos is Gan Eden. We're going to kick him out of Gan Eden to have Shabbos. Wherever he is, he's in Gan Eden anyway. Might as well stay. Shabbos is Gan Eden. And so what is mikvah? Mikvah means that you're going to get lost in the six days of the week. You're going to get kicked out of Gan Eden. And you're going to lose, become lost in that world of old, that world of malachim. But the Rabbani Shalom gave us an unbelievable bracha, unbelievable mitzvah, which is a kayach of what? Of reconnecting yourself to the rishis. This is why Chazal say in the Medrash, Zepel de Gazach, Chazal say in the Medrash, that that Matzah Shabbos, when other Rishon was taka kicked out of Gan Eden, what, what was the first thing he did? Chazal say in the Medrash, the first thing he did was toivel in the, in the Nahar, in one of the rivers flowing out of Gan Eden. He sat there in the river, he did tshuva, and from there he went uh, you know, on his gulls. Sepis. He didn't have any tom, well, he wasn't, he wasn't a tamil mace. What is he going to the mikvah for? Because that's what he's doing. He's trying to connect himself back to Gan Eden. Even when I leave, there should be a part of me that's connected to Rashis. 
This is why Ganadin, this is why going to the mikveh, even uh, for, I mean, people, people that are mice and nefesh, to be part of a Chavar Kedisha. So we know that with Tahara, you, t- you take the, the, the mace and you tie them in the mikveh before, before the Kfura. Why? It's Aviyah Vaisatoma. It's the source of all Tumah, is, is the mace. You can put them in a mikveh. Ein lecha taivu v'sheretz biyadai, right? <laughs> then that, he's not the mace. So what's the name of going to a mikveh? For tahara purposes, he's not becoming tar. The answer is, because as the, when, by putting the body in a mikveh, you're bimachazig your belief in tchiyas ha You're saying is that every yid, we're, we're still connected to reishas. There's still that possibility of a chiddush. One of the greatest see, Misa, death, which is as a result of being kicked out of Ganeidim, death means beginning, middle, end. Death means six days of the week. That means like you're, that's, there, there's no way out of that stream. Like that's, that's the mahalach. It is what it is. There's no way off of that path. But what's Tchis HaMesim? Tchis HaMesim says, yeah, but, yeah, we, we can be mechadish. Let's, let's make a chiddish. The chiddish is, so when that's dead, comes back to life. That's a racious. It's a racious. So when you, before you, the body goes into the, into the ground, we're mechazik the of tchiyas ha-mesim, our moon in tchiyas ha-mesim, the kayach of tchiyas ha-mesim, you put the body in the mikvah, reconnecting it to Ganeid in the place that was before death. Death is the ultimate being stuck. That, that's the ultimate thing that we're stuck in, that you can't get out of that, that mahalach. It's the Wednesday forever, right? So that's, that's what death is, right? That's the mahalach, that's mamish the six days of the week. No. But the whole inning of Shabbos is to get out of that. Well, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. This is why the whole of a mikveh is also it has to be a natural body of water. By the way, it's water also. Water, in, in, in Chazal, in, in Tanya, in the beginning of Tanya, he talks about this as well, that Mayim, the Yisait HaMayim, is always connected to Tanuk. Like, it, like, again, for, you know, modern man, our scientific way of thinking, this doesn't jive with us so much. But in the storm, we find such an idea that a person that's a more uh, a you know, a person, he's, he's someone that's more interested in, in pleasures. So you have some people that are just not, not into that stuff. Like I remember in yeshiva, there were guys that just like, yeah, I just like, you know, there was an extra slice of pizza. No, I don't, I don't want it. I'm thinking like, what, what does that mean? You don't want it. Like the, the, the mustig of like not want, you know. So it's from it's brought down that a person that has like a lot of taiva, for just things. It means he has an extra dosage of Yisait HaMayim. Every, every one of us is created from four elements. Mayim is the Yisait that p- creates a sense of pleasure and a desire, a drive towards pleasure. You have a lot of that, that Taiva, it means you have a lot of Mayim. Mayim is the Sharish of Taiva, the Sharish of Tanuk. So you're Taival in the Mikvah. You're Taival in the Mikvah. What that means is, is that, 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 that what, what's happening is, is that you're, you're, you're reconnecting yourself to Bria, which is the Sharish of Otanuk. That's Chiddush. This is why it's brought down, there's a lot, there's a lot over here, but it's brought down the Svarim, that on Shabbos, you should only learn, there, there's certain things that a person should learn on Shabbos. Preferably, Panimah Satar and Kabbalah, if you're holding by such a thing. <clears throat> you can learn Tanakh, certainly on Shabbos. Tarsh Peh, like Pilpulm and Gemara, the Svarim are not so, obviously if the alternative is like not doing anything productive, then obviously Gemara is huge. But if you have other things to learn, they're not so happy with learning Gemara, except if you're able to, if you're holding by such a place where you can be mechadish chedusha Torah. Why? See, even within Torah, Torah shebech sav, chedish. Before every Pasuk, it could be anything. It could be anything. Vaidabra shalom shalemar, what is it now? I have no idea. Let's find out. It's chedish. Torah shebech sav is kuli chedish. 
It's coming straight from the Rabbanishal's mouth. What's Tarshbal Peh? Tarshbal is not a Chiddush anymore. Tarshbal is middle. Tarshbal is a, we're, we're, we're now Mugdar. We are now bounded by what was said in Tarshbal Saf. We're just trying to unpackage what's there. But it's a Bechina of Emtsoi, it's a Bechina of middle. So to learn Tarshbal Peh on Shabbos without Chidushim, it's not Shabbos stick. Therefore, let's go back. The Riyakavish started with saying that what? He did Shnai Mikra. And from Shnai Mikra, then he went to the Mikvah. What's Shnai Mikra? Shnai Mikra is Tarshavich Sav. Shnai Mikra means Chiddush. Targ- well, Targum is, is Balua, it's Nichlal in, in the Rashi. So, Targum means Asiyah, means Oilam Hazah, means uh, practicality, but it's Nichlal. It's Shnai Mikra Vechat Targum. It's Balua in the Chiddush of Bria. In other words, so Shnai Mikra Vechat Targum is the same Indian as Mikvah. It's the same Indian. What it is, in other meaning, that, that, that it's, it's bimachazik this nakud of Shabbos, which is that it's mamish, it, it's kulei chiddush. It's kulei chiddush. This is why, I mean, this, you, know, it, it, you know, this is why the memsa, for example, everyone knows the 40 is connected to the 40 days where a baby uh, first is developed. Uh, when you go to the mikveh, you have, you have to close your eyes, you can't breathe, you're mamish like an uber meima. You go back to that state of being a fetus in the womb. And then when you come out of the mikveh, it's a rebirth, right? Gerish and Esgar cut and Shanod. I mean, how does Gerish happen? It needs a mikvah. Mikvah always means to reconnect to Rashis. You're starting over again. It's pleasure to restarting over again. That's what Shabbos is. So the whole Indian of Shabbos is dependent on the mikvah. It's dependent on this Avaida of realizing, of going into Shabbos with new eyes, with, with being able to, re, to see everything that, that is the same, but altogether different. Oh, oh, so, 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 so it's interesting, right? There's an Ismailach on Shabbos. Right? You're not allowed to do malachas, right? And the food that you eat on Shabbos is stuff that was prepared yesterday, right? So it's funny, right? All we're saying is that what? Chiddush, chiddush. So you would think of old days, this is when you should build a skyscraper on Shabbos, do something. The answer is, the answer is no. Because if you, when you do malacha during the six days of the week, or you eat, you know, fresh food, you know, uh, that was just made, you lose sight of what the real chiddush is. You get caught in the skyscraper. You get caught at the 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 the, the binyan and the stira and the uh, you know the bayer that you're doing kilu. That's the chiddush. That's not the chiddush. It's it's not a chiddush to look at an accomplishment and say, wow, that was a chiddush. The chiddush is to look at something that's exactly the way it was yesterday and say, wow, that's a chiddush. That's a chiddush. The chiddush is when you're looking when you when you sit down Friday night and you're eating the food that was prepared yesterday. It was prepared before Shki. It's not, it's, I mean, it should be kind of fresh. It's early, early Friday, but you know what I mean. It's not, it's not, it's not that way. It's not, it's not mamish out of the oven right now. And then you say, oh, Chiddush. That's the Chiddush. That's the eyes of Shabbos. So what's the Avayda? So when you go to the mikvah, what are you supposed to be thinking in the mikvah as you prepare for the mikvah? If you're not going to the mikvah, what are you supposed to be thinking about getting ready for Shabbos? And they brought down the Sfarim, when you go to the mikveh, it's a time of tshuva. It's time to do tshuva. But what type of tshuva? Your mom is clapping al I've seen a lot of people do strange things in the mikveh. al I never saw, not yet. But what, was what, what, what type of tshuva are you supposed to be doing in the mikveh? It's not tshuva of pratan. It's not al this, al that. What you want to do, the tshuva of the mikveh is tshuva over the fact that I've been looking at my life with old eyes. That's what you're doing tshuva about. It's tshuva over your old age. That's the tshuva of the mikvah. It's a Rosh Hashanah. I, I, I regret taking for granted everything that I had this past week. And I'm davening to you that I should be that I should be able to have a new neshama. That I should be able to look at things with fresh eyes. That's, that's the thing of a mikvah. 
That's hope. That's why the word mikvah comes from the word tikvah. means to hope. Hope means looking towards the future. It means that I, you know, I'm, in, I'm at the beginning and I'm looking towards something. Change. Chiddush. Chiddush. That's the kaycha chiddush. That's the the, the chiddush of Shabbos is in Ruchni, and that's why we 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 uh, we, we try to we try to right. We don't allow chiddush and gashmi to, to allow us to focus in on what the real chiddush is. This is why Shabbos is a bechin of zechel itzias mitzrayim, right? So zechel ma'aser brachos we understand. The world rested on seven. Fine. Well, why do we say in kiddush that zechel itzias mitzrayim? The answer is avdus means the malachim, right? They're called avadim. They're the middlemen. When you're an Evid, it means that you don't have the ability to mechadish anything. You're meshubah to what your master says. You're stuck in the middle. Shabbos is Zeichel Yitzhiyaz Yitzhiyaz The Rebbe took us out of Mitzrayim. B'ni B'chayr Yisrael. You're not Malachim. You're Achayiz B'kisei Kvaydi. You have B'chira. You have the ability to make a choice. That's a godly thing. And your choice has significance. And everything you have is a Chiddush. Embrace that. That's Zeichel Yitzhiyaz Shabbos, Shabbos means to get out of that, 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 that way of thinking of that derech of that, you know, the Misa. It's, it's a way of a Muna, it's a Muna in Tchiyas Mesa. That's what Shabbos is. That's what Shabbos is. So when you say that the, 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 the um, vehicle goes straight through, yeah. you're saying is that only the process of going through the waters it down. Right, yeah, exactly. No, this is the Nakuda. Exactly. This is the Nakuda. During the six days of the week, as the Shafa, so to speak, descends from Bria to Yitzira, it, sh- it takes on the nature and the character of Yitzira. The Chiddush of Shabbos is that, of course, it maybe travels through that same channels, but it doesn't take on the nature of the middleman. It still retains its, uh, its Chiddush. It retains its, its warmth straight out of the oven. This is why, you know, the Zara says even the word Bereshis, which means beginning, right? In the beginning. Bereshis is a combination of the words Yare Shabbos. Have covered for Shabbos. Have fear of Shabbos. Shabbos. Shabbos is the beginning. Shabbos is the Rashis of all Rashis. And so that's the Avaidah. To start again. To start fresh. That's what every Shabbos is. Every, every Shabbos means... Everything in the previous, it's to be mechadish ourselves. It means to jump madregas. Who a person was during the six days of the week, you're not meshubit to be that person on Shabbos. Shabbos means that you can mamish jump to a higher place. It's racist. It's a chiddush. It can be anything you want. Then you move out of Shabbos, and then you're stuck by avodim, and then you're stuck to who you are. But Shabbos, you could be anything. Shabbos is mamish anything. No, Hashem Shabbos, we should be zeicha to be toivel in the mikvah. You know, mikvah Yisrael Hashem, we should be toivel in the mikvah of Klai, which is the Rabbanu Shleilam. And uh, we should be taka nitar from all these things, given Shmas Nechadatin, the BS called Sadiq Mehrvi Menu Amen. Amen.